Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, brought to you by Roast House Pub, one of Frederick's finest craft beer and culinary destinations, where great people come to drink amazing beer. Visit them to track their taps and menu at roasthousepub.com, or download the digital pour app to track what's on tap. Hello, I'm your host, Chris Sands, and today we're in the District of Columbia at DC Brow in the a really nice conference room at the brewery. Um, speaking to Paul Dean, the executive director of the DC Brewers Guild. Uh, we're going to talk about DC Beer Week and the basically just the DC brewing scene as a whole because it's mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with it. Um, actually, I don't think I've recorded any episodes with DC breweries yet. The closest has been um, Silver Branch, sure. so it's kind of close to DC. And then mm-hmm. we recorded with Denizens, also right. very close, but never in the D.C. proper brewery. So uh, thank you for uh, having me down and talking to me, Paul. Yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot. Happy to be here. So let's kick off just um, learning a little bit about you first. Certainly. Um, Again, my name is Paul Dean. I'm the executive director of the D.C. Brewers Guild. Um, I've held this position uh, for about a year and a half now, and it's uh, it's uh, I've been a resident of the D.C. area for uh, over 20 years, however, um, spent uh, most of my career uh, with a public policy background, working on Capitol Hill and and working for lobbying firms and trade associations and uh, consulting and and things like that. Um, so, I have uh, you know some policy background and also some experience in association management, which was uh, I guess a good fit for uh, the the DC. Uh, Brewers Guild, and and of course I'm a big fan of beer, uh, especially good. That definitely helps. <laughs> especially good uh, local and uh, independent craft beer. So, uh, so it was a good match and a little bit of a career change for me. But uh, I think I've finally uh, got settled in a little bit and uh, looking forward to uh, continued uh, growth um, and uh, some exciting developments. Uh, hopefully in the in the DC area brewing community. So how is the um, DC Brewers Guild set up? Is it a standalone entity or so like in Maryland, the Mm -hmm. Brewers Association of Maryland, um, it's standalone, but there's a company grown Fortify that Mm -hmm. kind of runs everything for them. And then there's the separate board. Exactly. Um, How is is DC? Uh, We don't have quite that same uh, structure. Uh, we're an independent organization that is, uh, you know, a trade association uh, incorporated here in the district. Uh, I am uh, hired directly by the guild um, with support from the National Brewers Association. Uh, and so we're a membership organization. We've got 11 brewery members here in the district uh, and a whole host of allied industry members and individual enthusiast members and, and those types of things. We do have a board of directors um, that uh, are drawn from all the breweries in the DC area um, but uh, but we currently uh, you know I'm a direct hire I'm not a uh, association or excuse me I'm not a management company or okay. anything like that at this point in time um, so you said there are there are are there 11 total breweries in <coughs> DC is everyone a member or there yes everyone is a, a member there's one brewery that's a, a seasonal brewery that's not currently a member um, but uh, all of the uh, breweries in the district that operate year-round are current members of the guild 
and a lot of them are fairly new. Is that accurate? a couple of them? Definitely. We had two new breweries open this year, uh, both of them uh, brew pubs. Uh, one is Red Bear Brewing Company uh, down near the Uline Arena downtown. They're, the, they're like the directly Capitol. off of a stop, right? Yes. Literally, uh, you walk out of the Metro stop and it's it's right there. Uh, the uh, the area is called Noma, which is means north of Massachusetts Avenue. But it's just, uh, I think, one or two stops north of Union Station and, and near Gallaudet University. So it's a... It's a great location, and they've been doing very well. Um, the other new brewery or brew pub that we had open up was is uh, Valor Brew Pub, uh, which is uh, on the H Street corridor near the uh, Marine Barracks uh, in uh, in Northeast Washington D.C. Um, and it's uh, it's opened in the ground floor of a uh, a bar that's been there for a long time called the Ugly Mug. So it's uh, it's a smaller brewery, but they're making their own beer and their uh, uh, veteran theme, so to speak, being so close to the military barracks, okay. and they certainly strive to, to use uh, veterans wherever they can in the brewing process and working for the company and even contributing to recipes and all those sorts of things. So, Is it, um, is it hard for a brewery to open in the district? Well, there's certainly challenges. Um, you know, there is not a lot of wide open industrial space. You know, particularly if you want to be a production brewery and uh, brew at, uh, you know, the type of capacity levels that they have here at D.C. Brow, for instance, uh, space, uh, you know, that size industrial space is, is fairly limited. You know, you're operating um, in urban areas um, and, you know, obviously you have your regulations and restrictions and things like that. Um, you know, I will say the D.C. government has been fairly friendly um, to the brewing industry and, you know, we try to work work with them to create laws and, and regulations that uh, help uh, help the business model thrive and survive here. But, you know, geographically, we're limited on size and available space and those types of things. So, so it's harder from like a real estate standpoint yes. than from a policies and Correct. laws t- type yeah. of standpoint. Yeah. No, I, I would say the number one challenge is just finding suitable space for for brewing beer. Um, you know, there's a lot more availability if you're, you know, kind of pursuing the brew pub model, um, you know, and brewing on more of a small scale. There uh, are plenty of, you know, spaces that uh, that you know were occupied by restaurants and things like that, where you can set up, you know, a small three, five, seven barrel system. That's uh, that's a little bit easier to find than if you're trying to do something on the scale of a DC Brow or an Atlas or, you know, who three who's the largest. Uh, DC Brow is the largest brewery, Um, and then uh, and they're one of the oldest in the yes. um, They they are um, the first production brewery to sort of come back um, to the scene in in the district after a long layoff from sort of the post-prohibition era, where you had you know some really really large breweries here in Washington D.C. The Christian Hybrid Brewing Company, which was one of the largest in on the East Coast, and, and when that sort of shut down, there was a, a really long period of time before there was any um, production brewery facilities here in Washington. You had, you know, a couple of brew pubs, um, the District Chop House and Brewery um, downtown. You had Capital City Brewing, and those things um, have been around uh, for, for a good while. But as far as, uh, you know, production and, and with, you know, 
a decent level, a wide level of distributions. Um, DC Brow was the first. Yeah, I think the last time <clears> I was here, they weren't in nearly as much right. of the space that they're taking up right now. Right, yeah. So uh, they definitely seem to have grown a lot since yeah. that point. Yeah, they're the only one in Washington that's currently qualified as a uh, regional brewery. Okay. Um, so they have that sort of size and barrel production capacity to get to that level. And then is Blue Jacket, is is that considered a brew pub? Yes. Or is, okay. Yeah, so that's a brew pub. Um, our production breweries are uh, DC Brow, Three Stars, uh, Atlas, and Right Proper. Uh, right Proper actually has both a production facility in the Brookland neighborhood of, of Washington, and then uh, downtown in the Shaw District, um, they have a brew pub there. So they do both. Okay. Um, are there uh, are there currently any more breweries in planning that are looking to open, or there, does it look to be at eleven for a while? I, I think it's probably going to stay at eleven for uh, the the immediate foreseeable future. Uh, I know that there are a number of individuals or groups that are uh, that have contacted me and uh, have an interest in opening a brewery here in the district. Um, None of them at this point in time are far enough along to really mention. <laughs> you know, they're trying to, you know, they're more in the exploratory phase. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, from a from a membership standpoint in the D.C. Brewers Guild, there's actually a brewing, brewery and planning membership category. But to uh, to qualify, you have to have actually secured space and applied for your ABRA li- or your uh, TTB license. So okay. None of them are in that phase yet, but I'm hopeful in the coming year a few of them will. Uh, a few of the folks that I've talked to will will, will have uh, gotten far enough down the path that they'll they'll reach that status. So, as a um, a normal day as the executive director, what what are the types of things you're doing? Well, it's uh, there's a lot. <laughs> um, you know, our our mission or our goals, so to speak, are to. You know, first of all, promote the the, the brewing industry in Washington D.C. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time uh, working on partnerships, um, visiting our brewery members, sort of getting the word out um, on 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 what you know our our members are doing, and and, and a lot of promotional type things. Um, we also um, are sort of the policy wing uh, and and the voice of sort of the D.C. brewing industry in front of the D.C. Council and also the federal government in Capitol Hill and. And, and those types of things. And, you know, like managing any association, there's a lot of administrative type things um, that are involved. I manage the board of directors. Um, you know, we have, uh, uh, you know, a lot of those types of, uh, you know, management and organizational type things that we deal with. And then events. Um, you know, we have uh, events throughout the year that really have two purposes. One is to um, again, kind of promote our brand and get our breweries out there and circulating in the general public. Um, but also they serve as fundraisers to support our activities throughout the year. So. Does the National Brewers Association ever call on you for help due to you, they do. your close proximity and yes. relationships you probably have? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, we participate every year in what they call the uh, Capitol Hill Climb. Uh, which is sort of a one-day lobbying day that uh, the Brewers Association runs, and we always participate in that. And 
you know, from time to time, there'll be events on Capitol Hill where they're uh, looking for, uh, you know, local breweries to lend a voice uh, to lobby and policy and advocacy issues or attend receptions and fundraisers and things like that. So, uh, so yes, we work very closely with them on that. And, uh, you know, we've got an event coming up next week, I think, where we're all participating in with the National Association to talk uh, with a bunch of Hill staffers about uh, some of the tax issues that nationally we're concerned about so. is that is that the at the national level level the main types of issues for the brewers association yeah, yeah. certainly uh certainly uh, the priority this year at the federal level is to get an extension there was a tax recalibration as they they like to refer to it um when the uh when the, when the big tax bill passed last year um you know, there was a provision that uh allowed for um, you know smaller craft breweries um, to pay less excise tax on on the beer that they produce um, but that sunsets at the end of this year and um, unless we are able to manage to get a uh, provision passed by Congress before the end of the year that provision will expire and uh, the tax rate on the production of beer for all the small independent craft breweries uh, will we'll go up significantly. So. Okay. So definitely it'd be a large financial burden to for them to exactly. weather. And so I, um, I think now's a good point that we can take a real quick break to thank our sponsors. Okay. And then uh, we come back, we'll uh, start uh, digging in and talking about uh, DC Beer Week and all the exciting events that uh, you guys have put together and have planned. All right. Sounds good. A huge thank you to our presenting sponsor, Roast House Pub, which is located at 5700 Urbana Pike in Frederick, Maryland. If you have listened to this podcast before, you have definitely heard me go on and on about the beer dinners that Chef Nico creates. Simply put, they are amazing. But Roast House Pub has much more to offer. Their friendly staff is knowledgeable about beer and will help you choose from among the 20 beers they have on tap. In addition to the awesome beer selection, the food is always amazing. Make sure to follow them on Facebook, and check their website at www.roasthousepub.com to keep up to date on their constant stream of events. All right, so coming up in what, two weeks now, right, mm-hmm. is uh, the kickoff of DC Beer Week, right. um, which is, is cool. That how, how long has that been going on? This is the 11th year for DC Beer Week. Uh, so uh, the, the dates this year are September 8th to September 15th. We've got a lot of great events, and we're really excited about it coming up. It's great that yours is, and cool that yours is still going strong. A lot of the local ones have mm-hmm. kind of died off and gone away in the past couple of years. Um, from what I understand, Baltimore Beer Week is kind of taking a hiatus from there being mm-hmm. an official uh, right. Baltimore Beer Week. Uh, we had one in Frederick for a while. That is hasn't been around for a long time, so it's... Uh, great that DC has a long-standing mm-hmm. one that's still thriving. Um, so, what what types of events do you have planned for this one? Sure. So we've, uh, um, and, you know, in DC Beer Week, and, and just to just to your point before we sort of dive into that, it's uh, doing a a beer week is a challenge. It's it's a it's a lot of hard work, but it's something that the the guild took over a few years ago. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a major fundraiser for our organization, obviously. But uh, there's, uh, you know, I think it really does generate some enthusiasm in the community. And, 
and, and get folks out. Um, we changed the timing of the event this year. Um, in the previous few years, it's been in August, um, which is great to generate some enthusiasm at a time when um, there's not a lot going on in town. But at the same time, we found that, uh, you know, the events weren't being um, maybe attended as much as we would have liked them to. So we decided to move it to September um, to give more people um, that most people would return from their vacations and things like that. To yeah, um, that, it's interesting this past year. And I think it coincides with the where on the news they've talked about people traveling more than mm -hmm. they have in many years, people taking vacations again, mm -hmm. finally. Uh, it's like every any kind of hospitality service industry businesses have told me like this this summer has been horrible for right. yeah, for people just coming in because. Mm -hmm. And, and as I sit back and think, like, I, like, yeah, I, it's like half the people I know are constantly on right. vacation throughout right. the whole summer. So yeah. that was yeah. probably a very, very yeah, wise decision because you know, we seem to be a very big area on leaving right. when we take vacations. Right. And even though it's a vacation destination, people mm -hmm. coming here aren't necessarily coming to go to beer events. They're right. coming because they're going to the mall right. or to um, any of the museums the and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, so we're so we're excited about the the move uh, and the shift, and you know it really thinks that, that we're going to get a lot more. Oh, sorry, we really think that we're going to get a lot more attention, and and hopefully a lot more people that uh, are in town and have the availability to come out to uh, to our great set of events, um, which uh, which really we're up to about thirty at this point in time, oh, wow. um, and expect that uh, by the time we close things out in about ten days. You know, we'll, we'll be closer to 40 or 50 events um, all around town. Um, we kick off on September 8th with uh, a couple of fun things. Um, we have our official kickoff uh, event at Blue Jacket. Um, that's Sunday night at sep uh, September 8th. Um, you know, we're having a lot of folks, a lot of promotions, giveaways. Um, DC One's going to be there with some of their radio personalities. Uh, and we're also excited about the release of our Solidarity Brew. And uh, just to just to go back on that, um, the Solidarity Brew is something that we do here in D.C. every year where all the local breweries come together and collaborate on a, a recipe and get together and, and we get donated products from various uh, vendors that we we use and design a, a cool can. And it's a really big collaborative process. Um, this year's Solidarity Brew is a uh, German style Keller beer. Um, in honor of uh, Oktoberfest being right around the corner, uh, and that'll officially be released at the kickoff event um, at Blue Jacket that Sunday night. The proceeds from the sale of the beer uh, benefit the Guild as well, so it's okay. a nice uh, fundraiser for us. But it's something that we've done now um, for several years, and we're very excited about that. Is, is that done where um, it's brewed separately at each brewery, or is it just done at one of them? It's just done at one of them. Uh, they do it on a rotating basis. Okay. Um, so Blue Jacket's doing the uh, entire batch this year. You know, last year it was Atlas, I think DC Brow the year before that. So it, it rotates through every year. Um, and then, you know, we take... Uh, you know, we have a technical brewing group that gets together and, and collaborates and coordinates and selects the style of beer and, you know, what kind of hops and how it's going to be uh, brewed and, and all that kind of stuff. And then we all get together uh, for an official brewing day where everyone goes.
goes and kind of hangs out and takes part in that process. It's it's pretty neat, and and I think it really speaks to the fact that, uh, you know, at least in the District of Columbia and 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 some of our close in uh, neighbors that, uh, you know, even though we're competitors in a lot of ways, um, it really is sort of a tight knit community, um, and everyone really views each other as friends and helps each other out all the time um, and uh, is, is really more of a, a tight-knit community than, than anything else. Yeah, there's, uh, there's always people to buy more beer. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so that's been good. Um, also, on the first day, we have our first-ever fun run. We're trying to uh, uh, put in some events that will be uh, you know, family-friendly, um, that will have a little bit of exercise um, involved. Uh, earn so your beer. Earn your beer, exactly. Uh, we think it's a good way to kick off the event. It's going to start at uh, Wright Proper, uh, their Brooklyn production facility. And then there's a two-mile, there's a trail that actually runs in between that and Red Bear Brewing Company. Um, so it's a, it's a public trail, so you can check in at Wright Proper. Uh, you register for the event, you get a free beer. Um, and then you do your two miles, and at the end you get another free beer from Red Bear, and then there's going to be a big block party. So it's uh, it's going to be a really fun event there. Um, and then you know we just have some great great events uh, throughout the week. Um, we have our annual home brewing contest that's being sponsored by Three Stars this year. Okay, it's a great opportunity for local home brewers to to get recognized for for their hard work and you know they uh, it's a big competition they can win awards and cash prizes and brew days and, and those types of things. So that's going to be fun. Um, Brewers on the Block on Saturday is a big beer festival that's uh, held at Union Market. It's uh, hosted by a company called Buffalo and Bergen, which is a restaurant and catering company at Union Market. And uh, it's about 40 breweries coming together in sort of more of a traditional beer festival style. Um, so that's, uh, that's usually one of our bigger events. Um, we have, uh, you know, Wright Proper's doing a record fair. Um, DC Brow's doing a sunset cruise. Um, yeah, the uh, the so list kind of goes, everything. yeah, the list, the list goes on and on. Um, you know, Church Key does a 55-tap takeover um, uh, that features all local beers, which is a lot of fun. Um, we have a new sponsor this year, Church Hall um, in D.C. and Georgetown Park. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that's doing a marquee event, sort of Oktoberfest, and, you know, the list goes on and on. It's a good combination, really, of, of uh, you know, events that are, that are traditional annual events now, you know, kick the keg contest at uh, Roofers Union or uh, the Battle of the Barrel-Aged Beers at Boundary Stone. These things are now in their fifth, sixth, seventh year. Um, super fun, happy party time. Uh, by <laughs> Port City is another uh, event that that's uh, that's a multi multiple year event, and you know a lot of these events see good collaborations between breweries and distilleries or breweries and taverns, and you know a lot of people get together and throw events um, and, and coordinate on those, and uh, so that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have an educational event series that that we do every year um, in collaboration with uh, the Hyrakaus Museum. Um, the Hyrakaus Museum, which is based out of the uh, old Christian Hyrak Mansion uh, in DuPont Circle, 
It's a, it's a really uh, neat facility, and they do a lot of great things to sort of promote the, the history and the culture of, of, of the brewing community in Washington. So they curate an educational event series. So, for instance, the, you know, at Red Bear, they're doing a women in beer event where they're having a, a, a whole panel of uh, you know, women in the industry, and they're partnering with uh, Pink Boots Society, which is a, uh, an organization that promotes um, you know, women in the brewing industry. Um, and then you know, the higher cows themselves are hosting because a I series think, um, of events. I think D.C. is one of the only nearby places that has a official pink boots chapter mm -hmm. is that correct um maybe not maybe not no. the only one but i think dc has i haven't an heard official, of any others in the area i think but, baltimore uh, might but yeah. I, I know dc has an actual mm -hmm. formed chapter of yeah. the pink boots society yeah yeah so they're uh so they're going to be collaborating with red bear to do a great event um you know, there's going to be a couple of, uh, you know, panel guest speaker events and tours of the Hyrick House mansion and, and those types of things. Um, so that, uh, uh, so, you know, that's an important part of DC Beer Week for us, obviously. Um, you know, the goal is, uh, you know, not only to uh, promote our you know, local brewing industry, but also to sort of honor the history and the culture uh, and, and the growth and the technical aspects and, and really the art of brewing. Um, yeah. so it's, uh, it's an important part of the week. So, so yeah. And then just, uh, you know, all around town, you'll find, uh, you know, tap takeovers or, uh, you know, cornhole tournaments or, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of friendly competition involved, uh, in, in, in these, uh, in these events between breweries and things like that. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a good list. You can you can uh, um, find the full event listing um, at our website, which is dcbeerweek.net. Um, and yeah, you can go there and, and get all the information you want and plan out your week. So it sounded like some of those may be ticketed type events. Yeah, it, some of the events are ticketed. So all will are there links or can you yeah. buy purchases yeah. from dcbeerweek.net? Yeah, there'll be links. Yeah, if you go to if you go to the website um, into the event listings, those events that are ticketed, um, the DC Brewers Guild uh, outside of the fun run, we handle the ticketing for that. Um, but the other um, event sponsors sort of do the ticketing okay. um, um, through their own uh, through their own organizations. So, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a few that are, uh, are ticketed, but there's plenty that's, uh, free and open to the general public to come as well. What I like of it, it sounds from the planning of it, it's, um, there are a lot of specialized or unique events. Um, yeah. like where, where tap takeovers are nice. Cause they, you right. know, there's typically like a rare or hard to find mm -hmm. beers, or maybe that's the only time that it's available. I like when beer weeks involve a lot of those unique, like the Sunset Cruise that DC yep. Brow here is putting on, and the yeah. uh, the the educational aspect. That's mm -hmm. great, and the um, women in beer, all those specialized, right. unique type events that are put on. That I think that's what makes beer weeks something special instead of just being your average mm -hmm. night at a bar. Yeah, I, I think that, that that you've you've hit the nail on the head there. I'm really excited that uh, the uh, our members and uh, and event sponsors uh, really have put some thought and some effort into coming up with creative events, um, things that stand out and that are uh, fun and, and unique and go beyond just the you know, you know come and have a beer aspect yeah. of it. I think. 
I think there's a recognition that the growth of the craft brewing industry, um, you know, the availability of craft beer is, is larger than it's ever been. Um, and the variety of beers are, are larger than they've ever been. You know, not to downplay the fact that there are some great kind of tap takeover events like Church Key where you can get 55 different taps taken yeah. over. <laughs> you can pretty much find whatever you want. And that's those are great events and, and, and they play a big role in D.C. Beer Week. But there is really a good mix and, and variety of events that uh, that our folks have come up with this year that we're really excited about. It, it's well, actually, I mean, you said a lot of those events are in multiple years of them. So, it, in past mm-hmm. DC Beer Weeks, you've had a lot of those types of things. Yeah. Um, one of the th- um, things you mentioned earlier was a, an enthusiast membership That's to right. the guild. Um, so, is the, is, um, the craft beer scene slash culture um, large in DC? Is there is it yes. like a strong knit community where yep. the, there's a l- large following? There, there is a there is a very good uh, following. There's uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm enthusiasm uh, in the community. Um, you know, we have several. Uh, you know, our enthusiast member uh, category um, is growing year by year. Um, we just revamped the program actually, and uh, are, are trying to promote and, and grow it in the coming. In the coming year, you know, it's uh, $75 and you get a membership card to get you, uh, you know, 10% discounts on beer at all the local breweries. Um, You get invited to special events, um, you know, quarterly member meetups or, you know, educational events, technical brewing seminars. Um, Of course, you get your, uh, you know, DC Brewer Guild swag, your hat or uh, uh, I think we've got beanies and t-shirts and all those types of things so it's uh if you want to check it out on our website www.dcbg.org and then there's just a link um, under membership there that uh, you can go and and purchase your enthusiast member um, card and membership and you know it's great because you know what we really like to see is it's it gives an opportunity for the real beer fans to interact with the people that make their favorite beers so you'll go to, you know, one of our member events and you'll see, you know, enthusiasts, um, you know, sitting there having great conversations with, you know, Jeff Hancock, who's the head brewer here at D.C. Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just that sort of neat atmosphere that offers that level. And, you know, the industry folks appreciate it. They appreciate being able to talk to their fans of the, the beer that they brew and the hard work they put in. And it's uh, it's it's really a neat uh, opportunity. Yeah, and I think that is um, a a key aspect of craft beer culture. Yes, is that the vast majority of the owners and brewers of um, of craft breweries um, make themselves available, whether it be right. in their tap room or at special events. Then yes, that, so you you kind of build a personal relationship yep. with the brewery. Yeah, and people really appreciate that. Um, you know, you know, from our enthusiast member tiers to the beer festivals that we put on, you know, we constantly get feedback that you know the the folks that come to those, like uh, you know, our annual hop fest that we do, you know, right here at DC Brow, that you know we had seven hundred people out, and you know the people that, for the most part, the people that are serving your 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 beer at your you know at the table are the people that brewed the beer. 
and work for the breweries. It's a, it's a bit of a different vibe than some of these big box uh, beer festivals that you see out at you know Nats Park or yeah. you know some of the ones that are just uh, kind of find private I find, event companies. Yeah, I find the ones put on almost always by the a right. Local they just buy the beer and get a bunch of volunteers to to pour it, yeah. um, which is uh, you know which is fine. Um, but but you know we we I think um, offer something a little bit different and something that uh, people seem to really appreciate um, in being able to have that personal interaction and actually have a meaningful conversation about the beer that they're drinking yeah. with people that actually made the beer or, or work for the brewery. Um, what other festivals do you put on throughout the year? So um, outside of DC Beer Week, um, the Hop Fest, um, we did a Lager Fest last year. Um, which we did not repeat this year. Instead, we did a DC Brewers Day, uh, which was a neat event that we held over at Atlas um, where each of the breweries here in DC donated a keg, and each of those uh, kegs were on tap, and uh, the beers uh, were sold at a discount, and so all the participants got to try a beer from each different brewery through a special tasting menu. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, but again, that type of beer was all the brewers were there actually do not only uh, pouring the beer, but also serving as uh, guest bartenders. Um, you know, so they were behind the bar and we had you know, a nice schedule of, of folks from the brewing community. So, and we're talking about, you know, more, more events uh, coming up um, and we will, uh, you know, you'll just have to wait and stay tuned. Um, so once again, the dates for DC Beer Week, they are September 8th, um, through September 15th. And, uh, where should people go to find all the details? Yep. Uh, there's uh, a couple of places really, um, that I, there's our website, which has the official event listing, which is, uh, dcbeerweek.net. And, uh, Another uh, opportunity uh, for your listeners is uh, they can download the app called Tapped In. It's T-A-P-T-I-N, and they are the official uh, DC Beer Week app sponsor. And so they'll, uh, if you download that app, you'll, uh, you'll, it'll has a listing of all the events as well. Okay. We encourage everyone to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, and Instagram. Uh, we have, uh, we'll have daily listings of all of the events and links and promotions and, and things like that. Are, is that, um, DC Brewers Guild site? So that's, there uh, that's the, there's, specific? uh, there's specific DC okay. Beer Week, um, um, accounts, uh, you know, at DC Beer Week. Um, and there's a hashtag, hashtag DCBW, uh, 2019. Okay. Um, so yeah, find us on social media, download the app, go to the website. We also have partnerships with a number of, uh, of, a number of friends that are gonna be running promotions and, and having listings and information. Um, one of those is DC 101, um, and they, uh, they're having, I uh, actually just heard our first uh, DC Beer Week uh, radio ad on DC 101 this morning, so I was excited about that. Um, we also have a good partnership with um, uh, dcbeer.com uh, so if you go to their website at dcbeer.com uh, they'll have uh, you know a lot of information and event listings and things like that on their website 
uh, on tap magazine, uh, DC Frey are also, uh, that are, uh, related, they're having some information and promotion. So pick up your on tap magazine, um, uh, this week, uh, at your local breweries and you'll see a full page ad and, and all those okay. types of things. So, so yeah, we've got a number of good, uh, media partnerships. Um, you know, Washingtonians running a feature, um, Washington.com is, uh, running some stuff, so it's uh, we're, we're 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 excited about sort of the mix of uh, promotions and things like so that. There's no yeah. lack of ways to find information. Right, right, right. So it should be, it should be out there. All right, great. Um, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, everyone should go check out and find uh, what events they want to go to. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.